Welcome to Vitality Made Simple. The following production is for educational and entertainment purposes only. If you need medical advice, call your doctor. Now, let's go to Vitality Made Simple. Welcome to Vitality Made Simple, where we take the stress out of being healthy. I'm your host, Dr. Debbie Osment, and I sincerely thank you for joining me. So how in the world can joy and diet live happily in the same sentence? Now, those of you who really know me know that I am against diets. I only use that lingo in the title because, you know, that's the verbiage that many people are familiar with. But diets are unsustainable and they generally only create uh, forbidden fruit. So in today's episode, number 43, I'm going to talk about my joy-filled eating plan. Because it just feels so good to feel good, this is information you're going to want. Often when I'm talking to patients or to wellness coaching clients about their own uh, eating plans and, and how to make those plans more optimal, people often look at me and say, so how do you eat? Now, that's such a great question. And it's fun to share the answer because I really do have a plan and And I haven't always had a plan. I mean, I want to make that really clear. Um, Until about 13 years ago, you would have found a bag of store-bought cookies under my car seat all the time. And my eating plan then was to never feel a hunger pain. Um, So at that point, I would joke that when, when I get hungry, I get mean. And there probably was some truth to that. Because when I would get hungry, I would just get all shaky. I would just be desperate to find food. But now it's all different. I absolutely do have a plan. And people are often surprised that my plan centers around nurturing joy and nurturing vitality. They expect it to be some really strict list but it's not. You know, we're all a work in progress and we want to uh, make a plan that's sustainable and that we work ourselves into uh, sort of start low, go slow, like in other areas. You know, people incorrectly assume that if you want to be healthy, then you can't enjoy eating anymore and nothing could be further from the truth or should be further from the truth. You know, life is just too short to not enjoy mealtime. That's such a big part of life. Food is a big source of joy for me. It's it's very foundational in my life. You know, having family meals, preparing meals, going out to eat, celebrating. Um, it's all so important. It's also relationally important. And life is also too short to not feel as good as possible. Uh, it's too short to not live with vitality. So the food I eat Uh, has a huge impact on my vitality. So both of these areas, joy and vitality, are priorities in my life and in my eating plan because they both heavily impact the relationships in my life. And I want to enjoy everything. I want to feel my best for as long as possible, but it's very much a balance. We've all known people who were very, you know, particular about everything they ate and were joyless about it. You know, we often 
want to avoid those people. We all know somebody like that. I mean, it's different than people who have true uh, food sensitivities. I mean, those people usually just navigate and don't say much, but it's the people who make a big deal out of it. You just want to, you know, hand them a bag of Oreos and say, here, get in a better mood. Uh, you know, they, they might have physical health, but they don't have joy. Now, then there is also those people who are, are joy-filled and a barrel of fun to be around, but, but you know, they're totally neglecting, uh, the care of their body, of their relationship vehicle, and of their brain, and, and they are suffering, you know, from a wide variety of lifestyle illnesses. And you, and you wish you could help them, you know, kind of have more balance in their life. You know, I've seen both extremes, especially in my uh, clinical dental practice. So I want to be brimming with both joy and vitality. So it's not just food that we're talking about today. Um, my, my strategy is really about having an eating plan that brings me joy and it promotes physical vitality. It's a lot of, of how I eat and not specifically what I eat, but it's, but it's all based on respecting the design of this incredible body that we all have. Um, so, so here are the basics of my eating plan. So just three things I'm going to tell you about, and you can modify these to fit you because they're not specific foods. Um, so number one, I'm very intentional about eating slowly and chewing my food completely. And that just sounds so stupid probably, but, uh, but it's really true. And it really, really works. Now, my inspiration came from someone who I consider to be a true scientist. His name was Horace Fletcher, and he lived from uh, 1849 to 1919. He is one of my favorite dead guys. He wrote a book called Fletcherism, How I Became Young at 60. And it's very fascinating. He did a, a lot in the in the health field in those days. But he advocated chewing very slowly, uh, talking on only pleasant topics while eating and really enjoying food. Now, this health enthusiast in the days of uh, the Victorian era earned the nickname the Great Masticator. Now, he argued that food should be chewed a hundred times before swallowing. Now, that's a lot. You know, I don't need to chew that much, but I do try to chew completely. And a hundred times might get a little bit old. So I tell my patients and clients to osmotize their food. Uh, and that just really means chew it until it's it's completely chewed up, till it's basically liquid. Enjoy the flavor. Enjoy the texture. Uh, don't swallow food whole. Now, this is good for digestion, but it also will give you more enjoyment of your food. And I, I talked about this as well as some other things in detail in episode 29. So you might catch that episode. It's called uh, the, the Three Secrets of Happy Eating. And I think you might enjoy it. Um, so number two, so number you know number one was uh, I'm intentional about eating slowly, chewing my food completely. Number two is aptly named number two because I plan my food with a bowel movement in mind. And you're saying seriously, yes, very seriously. Um, how many of you out there feel more joy, more vitality when you have a daily bowel movement? Yeah, me too. 
Me too. It's, it's so important for so many reasons. I mean, you've heard the old adage, well, you know, he's full of it. Well, there's a good reason for that slang. I mean, nobody feels their best when their gut is not moving and when it's not working properly. We are designed to have a bowel movement every day, an easy bowel movement every day. I don't care what anybody has told you about, you know, you go every three days or every four days or every five days. Well, that's your normal. No, it's not good. Maybe you're normal, but it's not good. So in order to achieve this um, and to eat good foods to feed the bacteria in my gut, uh, I, I try to eat eight to 12 servings of fruits and vegetables every day. Now, a serving is considered a half a cup, so it's not as difficult as it sounds. And one of the ways that I do this is via a morning smoothie that my husband lovingly calls our longevity shake. Now, uh, it has, it's, it's got good things in it. It's got celery in it, carrots in it, blueberries in it. He makes his a little bit differently than mine. We have, you know, two containers, but you, you can modify it for your own taste buds. You can get this uh, shake recipe free from my website, and that's drdebbieosmond.com, D-R-D-E-B-B-I-E-O-Z-M-E-N-T.com. We use a really high-quality shake powder from Zymogen that's formulated for gut health, and there's a link uh, should be a live link on my website to order it if you're interested in that. It's it's really great. Now, um, I'm trying, I'm not going to brag. Well, maybe I am going to brag. But I do have a great bowel movement every single day, at least one. And I feel good. I have lots of vitality. So it's it's really matters. And when people get their gut healthier and start having a bowel movement every day, they always talk about how much more energy they have, how much better their sleep is. I mean, it's it's the key. You know, health starts in the gut and the gut starts in the mouth. But so it all matters. And that's where chewing even helps there. Uh, also on my website under free resources, there's a fiber list and that's helped a lot of people. If you kind of know the foods you're eating and how much fiber they contain, you can modify from that point. Uh, On that list, it will say to get a minimum of 30 grams of fiber a day for women and 40 for men. Now, you can even go up from there, but start low, go slow, and that just has, you know, how many grams are in certain amounts of fruits and vegetables. It's just a good thing that maybe will help you. Now, gut health is essential also for detoxification. And uh, we talk a lot about detoxification on this podcast. And it adds to joy and vitality. Absolutely. So I try to, you know, have a my method to eat very intentionally, slowly and chewing my food. I plan my food uh, with a bowel movement in mind. And then number three, I check my fasting blood sugar daily. Now that may not sound fun. It's probably not fun, but um, it's essential for me, and it probably is essential for you, too. Now, I do this because of what I've learned about insulin resistance. There's an excellent book that I highly recommend on this subject, and it's called Why We Get Sick. It's by a PhD, uh, Dr. Benjamin Bickman, and as uh, we start interviewing uh, 
other, as I start interviewing other people, I, he is absolutely a key thought leader that I want to beg to be on Vitality Made Simple. This book is super. Basically, insulin resistance is a root cause in many, if not most, of the chronic diseases that are robbing too many people of vitality. So in order to monitor my my blood sugar, I take a fasting blood sugar every morning um, just to see where I am, you know, kind of based on what I ate. Now, I don't want to get into a crisis. I think it's super important to have the mindset to find things early and you know, make modifications accordingly. Now, when I got diagnosed with a chronic lymphocytic leukemia, I found out that part of what goes with that is becoming insulin resistant. So, of course, I'm on it. I'm on it. And I'm doing things to keep my blood sugar in a healthier range. And the odds are, though, that you might be insulin resistant too. I mean, it affects over half of the adults in the United States. And um, in some countries are worse off than the United States, and some are just not far behind. It's just very common in our world with um, with our, our food supply. So does this mean that I don't enjoy a wide variety of foods? You know, absolutely not. What it does mean that if I choose to eat it, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to enjoy the heck out of it. And I'm going to eat completely without regret. I'm going to eat slowly. I put my fork down after every bite. I uh, I savor my food. You know, it means that I may order dessert, but I won't eat the whole pie anymore like I used to. I, I'm just much more choosy also than I used to be. I mean, if a, if there's pie available, but it's from the big box store and it has, you know, like an expiration date of two months, uh, then I'm probably not going to eat it. It just doesn't sound that good to me anymore. I really try to eat the best food available. We cook at home a lot. And, you know, eating the best food available can be different on different days because relationships matter. And if I'm at someone's house or with somebody else, I want to be respectful of what they're serving. Another thing it means is that we buy real butter. We use good fats. Now, I'm definitely going to do a podcast soon on good fats versus bad fats and why that matters for vitality. Uh, I, I minimize highly processed addictive foods. Now, there's an article that was published in the New York Times several years ago that is worth your time to read. It's called The Extraordinary Science of Addictive Junk Food, and it will possibly blow your mind when you find out what goes into making a cheese puff irresistible. You'll see when they say, get your own bag, well, they've done a whole lot of science and research to make people want their own bag and to, you know, lick it until it's all gone. But once you understand all that, like reading this article, I'll have a link for that in the show notes. Um, it, it just makes you have mind over matter. It will change how you see a lot of those highly addictive, highly processed foods. Another thing is that I try to stay hydrated. I try to drink uh, half of my body weight 
in ounces of water every day. That's tough. I don't always make it, but that's a goal. I also try to keep my feeding window to under 10 hours. Some days it can be eight hours. Some days it's, you know, 12 hours. I talked about uh, intermittent fasting in episode 12, and I need to do another podcast on that because it's just fascinating. Basically, I'm trying my best to respect the design of my body. Now, recently, I was at a restaurant with a group of of girlfriends, and someone said, oh, we can't have dessert because Debbie's here. Now, she meant it to be funny, uh, but it made me feel so good when two other people at the table chimed in and said, she's not that way. Debbie's not that way at all. Um, So, you know, I do, I do have dessert. And, uh, and I don't want to be a health weirdo. So I have, you know, I probably at some points in my life have been a little bit more that way, but I'm much more discerning now and I'm definitely a work in progress. Now, remember, you're the boss of you. Joy and vitality as related to what you eat will probably look different in your life, you know, compared to what I eat. I mean, The key is to have your own specific eating plan, not a diet, but something that's sustainable for you and that leaves you feeling satisfied and not deprived. You don't want to make anything into uh, the forbidden fruit because then you're just going to think about it all the time. Now, these earthly bodies are merely our relationship vehicles and you know, a healthy body is essential for a healthy brain. We want to keep good memories, good cognition. So the goal is always to respect the design of the relationship vehicle and to keep it running as smoothly as possible for as long as possible. There's going to be maintenance. There, there might be damage. You might have to get repairs. But we want to pay attention to the check engine light. And the check engine light would you know, include, you know, eating slowly, osmotizing your food. Uh, it includes eating for gut health to keep uh, your 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 body detoxifying and uh, absorbing nutrients properly. And that check engine light includes knowing where your blood sugar is and modifying accordingly. You might not need to check your blood sugar every day, but you just might need to spot check and, and see where you are. You know, in our world, people often ignore those simple things. And we all often just, you know, say, oh, we'll wait until it gets worse. But by watching the simple things, the, the check engine lights of your relationship vehicle, you're going to feel much better for longer. You know, we don't want to be normal. We don't want to ignore things like, you know, is normal. We don't want to just say, oh, well, when you're worse, we'll put you on medicine. No, we want to resist normal because normal is defined as the usual or the regular pattern. And you've seen that everywhere. It's what's typical in the world. It's what's familiar. Uh, But it's not probably joy. It's probably not vitality. Consider what normal is in our world. It's dehydrated, irritated, constipated, frustrated. Normal is overscheduled, overstimulated, undernourished, underrested, inflamed, and totally stressed out. So try to be a little abnormal. Have an eating plan and develop your own eating plan that increases your joy and increases your vitality. It just feels so good to feel good. 
I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, this was episode 43 of Vitality Made Simple. You know, we're going to keep taking the stress out of being healthy. We're now in 393 cities and 42 countries. Thanks to you. I so appreciate that you're sharing and that you're subscribing. And of course, that you're listening. Blessings until next time.